Guess who's back? <laughs> That's right. I'm back for season four, and I am back for more. Let's get it started. Hello, good listener, and welcome to the Owl's Nest. And this is season four of said show, which means it's going to be a lot more fun than we've got going on. And speaking of which, I am on location right now, getting myself a shaved ice at the Texas County College's annual spring fling here in the Academic Commons. This is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of food, a lot of contests, and a lot of club clubs wanting to have have you to join which is not a bad thing we've got a cosmetology club doing face paint a gaming club with some gaming demonstrations from mario kart to injustice 2 we've got casa we have student gov we've got next step ministries we've got tacos for life and many others and there's also a little Debbie contest that where you can step and if your music stops, you win said prize. But as soon as I get finished with this and many others, afterwards, let's talk Arch Madness and the Super Mario Brothers movie as well as Air and many others. So stay tuned. Now that I am back after hauling in two bags of books, had myself some nachos, two shaved ices, and so much candy that I can't even eat until the weekend, it's now time to talk about March Madness. Now, I know it's been a week since... The tournaments have ended, both the men's and women's. But I think, in my purview, the women's game was more awesome than the men's. Not that the men's has have their share of moments. Buzzer beaters, upsets, four of the top seeds gone. And it has to be one of the best that I've ever seen. But the final four for the women's side, unbelievable. You have Virginia Tech, Iowa, South Carolina, and LSU. With LSU being the last team standing. Uh, by the way, congrats to Coach Mulkey for, for the national championship win against Iowa but you best believe this this is not the last we will see of Caitlin Clark woman is talented as a matter of fact all four of the teams have good players so I'm not gonna be surprised if I ever see Clark in the WNBA next year 
But how about Yukon? I can't see them as a blue blood, but... They are a good team, and Danny Hurley, who's Bobby's uh, kid brother, coached them to a national title. But it was also bittersweet because one of my favorite commentators, Jim Nance, although we will see him on the gridiron and on the golf course, that was his last national championship game that he covered. And he's been there the first time when Duke won the national title in 91 after a turnaround in 1990. The Arkansas Razorbacks winning the 94 championship with President Clinton in attendance. The first UConn win against Duke. Mario Chalmers game-tying three in San Antonio. Villanova's three-point to win the national title against North Carolina with Coach Massimino in attendance. And may I remind you, this was one year after Villanova celebrated its 30th anniversary of their national first national title win against Georgetown in 1985. And on and on and on. And I want to thank Jim Nance for being a storyteller in college basketball. So, I will hear and see you again in the Masters, in the golf courses, and in the NFL with Tony Romo. If Romo can get himself together afterward, beforehand. <laughs> If I can get off script for a few minutes here, if there's one thing that I enjoy is that being in a neighborhood that gets involved. And it's not just a neighborhood watch. Every single time that I walk around, I get nothing but highs and hellos, apart from a few, maybe not everybody, but it's good enough to know. If you have a new neighbor that is friendly enough to invite you over for a nice little cookout, who am I to say no to? No, that's what just happened to me. And I enjoyed it. Nice jerk chicken, pasta salad. They had the B-I-O-B sort of thing going on where you can bring your own food and they can grill it. But I had a chance to meet the new neighbors, had myself a good time, too, before I went on my merry little way. 
What I'm saying is this. If you have a neighbor that's new, and if you and, and if that person invites you so you can get to know these people, I say jump at it. There is no way that you're going to be missing out on some good company. I know I didn't. And I'm glad I came over. So, set up your own cookout and invite some people over. Or, if some people are inviting you, again, jump at the chance and go for it. You will not miss out on some community vibes over there. Trust me. What a year has it been for Michelle Yeoh, garnering an Oscar for Best Actress in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, among other awards, Golden Globes, SAG, BAFTA, that sort of thing. So now she is going to be going back into familiar territory. And no, I'm not talking about a, another Jackie Chan film or whatnot. I'm talking about Star Trek. According to Variety, a project that she's been working on in development since 2019, since she's done Discovery, instead of being a TV series, will now become a full event film and it will be shown on Paramount+. Plus. And that will have her joining Section 31 in the 23rd century from the 32nd. Michelle Yeoh will also be the executive producer as well as the star reprising her role as Philippa Georgiou that she's done in Star Trek Discovery. And those who are curious about Section 31... Even though it was introduced in Deep Space Nine on season four, and then it was mentioned in Star Trek Enterprise, and even briefly on the animated series Lordex, Section 31 is shrouded in mystery. But if I were to guess, I'd say it's more of well, let's just say it's more of the CIA or the Black Ops unit of the Federation. Yeah, I, I yeah, it sounds unbelievable to me. But look out for the film for all you Paramount Plus users when it comes out next year. When you think about Maurice Bernard, what comes to mind? I say the man who has played Sonny Corinthos in General Hospital has garnered multiple Emmy wins on the daytime level. Or how about the fact that he is a best-selling author of Nothing General About It, How Love and Lithium 
saved me off and on General Hospital. Or considering the fact that for the past 30 years, he's been dealing with mental health issues, like any of us have. That's where state of mind comes into play. State of mind that has been established since 2018 and one of two, the other being Stone Cold and the Jackal, which has Bradford Anderson and Steve Burton. State of mind is one of the most deeply well thought shows that I have seen. You can check it out on YouTube. You can also subscribe it on a podcast. And in this one, he has done it all. He has a guest with Frank Grillo, Michael E. Knight, some of his General Hospital co-stars, including Sarah Joy Brown, Maura West, and even Tamara Braun, who've been playing... Carly Corinthos, not just current and former castmates of General Hospital, but also folks from other soaps as well. And in his recent interviews with Stephen A. Smith, who has a recurring role as a brick on the soap. I think he was so well liked by the cast that he actually that he and Burton made a visit to the first take set a few years ago. Uh, Check it out on YouTube if you ever get a chance. Even, believe it or not, even Eric Braden actually did an impersonation of Stephen A. Smith. Also, look it up. But we all need to be in the state of mind, so... All joking aside, if you do have somebody who has mental health issues, support them, ask them to get help. His show has been basically an outlet for being 100% clear and concise. I even saw an episode of him when he was in Nashville, Tennessee on location. With Jackie Zeman. So if you really want. To folk want to beat out. Or even control. What you can't control. State of mind. Is your show. I think this has been quite the year for television when it comes to crossovers. I mean, first off, NCIS, the three-show, one-night crossover event, highly rated. Then recently, the FBI's imminent threat started with FBI International, FBI, and then ending it with Most Wanted. And now, the rookie and the rookie feds, they're doing another crossover. 
I tell you one thing for sure. We can't get enough of these crossovers. I mean, some fans may not like them. Hey, but I slap them on my DVR. I record them because I absolutely can't get enough of them. It's like a graphic novel. One chapter leads to the next. And it always has a beginning, a middle, and the end. So, I'm going to be checking out these crossovers one way or the other. <laughs> Now, recently, I had a chance to see the trailer for Air, According to Legend. Now, I have, in my one of my last episodes, I said this looks promising from the big game teaser. So I actually had a chance to see the big trailer. And that really gives me an idea of how this is supposed to be. If you've never seen The Last Dance... Jordan had a favorite shoe company to go to. Converse, but they didn't want him. Adidas was shaky at most, so they went to Nike. Needless to say, Jordan didn't like it, but his mother convinced him to. In this movie, which, by the way, there's no Michael Jordan in this one. But this is the events leading up to him signing with Nike and having his own Air Jordan shoe, which in its very first year, I kid you not, it was supposed to be around two to three million within the next four years. Instead, over 100 million in its first year without even picking up a basketball. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Chris Messina, Chris Tucker, and Viola Davis. An incredible cast. Now, I have yet to see this, but if I did, you can best believe... I will be wearing my Jordans, either my Carolina blue or my black and white Jordans. And I'm going to be seeing that film and I will give you my two cents on that. The same goes for the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, honestly, big game adaptations have been getting a bit of a it's a, how can I put it mildly? There's a love-hate relationship when it comes to viewers. Some may not like it, some do. Some get successful, some don't. Endless cycle. Some are successful like Mortal Kombat, the Resident Evil series. But the one that started it all was Super Mario Brothers in 1993. Now, that was a live-action version with the late Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. 
So when I heard that there was supposed to be a Super Mario Brothers movie coming out, I will be honest, I was racing for the worst. But then I saw the teaser and then the trailer for it. I was amazed. This was exactly like what it looked like when during the games that I have played for years. Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Keegan-Michael Key, Anna Taylor-Joy, and Jack Black rounds out this cast. And this looks amazing. The animation looks amazing. Of course, there was some talk about the voices of Mario, but eh, I'm not going to get into it. I'll judge for myself when I see it, and then I will give you my two cents on it in the next episode. But right now, I just want to go ahead and see it whenever I get the chance. Spring football is really gaining momentum, and I'm not just talking about the XFL. I'm also talking about the United States Football League. The USFL is back for its second year with a whole lot of changes. New rules, a brand new team in the Memphis Showboats, but same league. And I'm looking forward to seeing the Birmingham Stallions try to defend their title, but also seeing if the Philadelphia Stars can repeat what they did in the original league by winning, their, winning it in their second year. But there are also going to be some challengers, Memphis Showboats being one of them, Houston Gamblers, Michigan Panthers, also four new hub cities, not just... Birmingham. It's also Ford Field will be the home of the Michigan Panthers. Liberty State Bowl Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. And Birmingham with the Protective Stadium. So I'm looking forward to this as just as much as I'm looking forward to the XFL playoffs and championship game, which will be in San Antonio on May the 13th, airing on ABC. If I'm not excited about spring football then, I'm definitely excited about it now. <laughs> well, that is it. Season four is officially underway and there's gonna be a whole lot of brand new stuff. Brand new Cardinal Conversations, brand new opening nights, brand new everything. But I can't reveal all to you just yet, good listener. But I can tell you this. The nest won't be empty. I'll guarantee you that. So if you enjoyed this podcast just as much as I like making it, check me out on Spotify. Follow me there or wherever podcasts are being carried. I'm Derek Kennedy, and as always, in this day and age, 
in these crazy times, it is always better to stay safe and stay entertained. See you down the line and have yourself a good time.